Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world? And now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world. If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to brettridgeway.com forward slash freebie. Welcome to the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway, where you'll learn the keys to building a profitable speaking business from speaking industry pros. Each week, we interview a great guest who will share his or her speaking journey, identify what their keys to success have been, and highlight some critical mistakes they've made along the way that you'll want to avoid. Be sure to visit our website at spotlightonspeaking.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet this week's guest. Hello, everyone, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Spotlight on Speaking show. And I'm thrilled to welcome the multi-talented Beth Rosen to the show today. Beth is an award-nominated filmmaker, a number one best-selling author, an actress, an artist, a songwriter, a keynote speaker, a yoga instructor, a healer, a former radio show host and podcaster, an attorney who has achieved remarkable success across many creative fields. As a producer, Beth has worked on major films along stars like Eric Roberts and Charles Durning. She's also been intimately involved in thought-provoking independent films that sparked important cultural conversations. An innovative creator in her own right, Beth has written, directed, and produced acclaimed web series and short films showcased at prominent film festivals. Beyond filmmaking, Beth is the author of inspirational books and children's stories. She runs media production and consulting companies, creating and developing exciting new projects for streaming and TV with Emmy-winning talent attached. Beth's also a popular social media influencer and host, reaching millions of followers each month. With degrees from Wharton and Columbia Law, over 25 years of legal experience and hundreds of hours of training in yoga, healing arts, social media, spirituality, AI for business, screenwriting, and so much more, Beth brings a unique multidisciplinary perspective. She's a true Renaissance woman excelling across so many creative mediums and professional endeavors. I can't wait to unpack Beth's journey and get her insights on juggling multiple passions while making an impact. A real trailblazer. Please join me in welcoming the phenomenal Beth Rosen. Beth, welcome to the Spotlight on Speaking Show. Thanks. I think it's so funny because I had a radio show called Spotlight. <laughs> hey, you had great minds think alike, obviously. Yes, definitely. <laughs> All right. So you have been involved in so many different things. So I, I just got to ask you, if you're going to hang your hat on one thing, as you say, you, you got, I am a blank. What would What would that blank be? I'm a content creator. Okay. I I am a screenwriter, artist, like TV, film, digital media, media. I create at warp speed. Like that's my sweet spot. That's where I love to play, like in the whole entertainment space. All right. So I got to ask you also, Beth. So a lot of people will say that, you know, we've all heard the phrase, uh, I'm going to draw a blank on this, but... Uh, you know, jack of all trades, master of none, but you've obviously mastered many different things. So how do you keep all those balls in the air? I mean, how do you decide what you're going to work on today or tomorrow or whatever, and, and truly give the proper focus to that thing that needs to be done 
in order to have success in whatever that medium it is, filmmaking, et cetera? Uh, it's interesting because I've heard people say that before. I knew you were going to ask that. And I got to tell you, this next generation, they're a jack of all trades and they expect everyone else to do it because they learn how to do everything themselves. That's what you know, YouTube and all these like short social media videos are doing so well because everyone learns on their own. And the thing is, is you have to be able to do many disciplinary um, fields in order to move really fast, like faster than the master. So everything I do is sort of a piece to the puzzle and is integrated into what I do. And that's how I move very fast and can do many things at once. So I integrate everything and all those different things that I've done are fuel for my writing because I can write about anything. And I've had some great experience, horrible experience. I've done the whole journey and I'm still on it. And I've gone low, 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 high, high, high. And I can write and connect to my audience because I've been where they are. So let's talk about your speaking journey a little bit, Beth. So when did you first recognize that you need to include speaking into your your marketing mix or however you want to phrase it and then what did you speak on initially how many years are we going back uh whew, a, a long time like 15 15 20 years i don't think it ever came down as oh <laughs> you know i need to be a keynote speaker it was, you know, I was in a quantum leap course and enlightenment course, and it was like, you need to speak <laughs> to spread your message and to spread your spark. And so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I kind of learned it, dropped it, and then made that journey from like crashing, uh, reversal and fortune and clawing your way back up. And then from that space, I was like, oh, I, I need to let people know that like it's okay to go there and to just come to the moment and move forward from this space and like shine again. And so when I made that decision, it was thrust upon me all of a sudden, like I was going to film festivals, I get a call, hey, you know, you're, you want to speak? Um, we need a keynote speaker. And, and that was born from me going to my first film festival, meeting a, I had a short film with an Emmy award winning writer um, he used to write for All in the Family and and study and share show and Three's Company. So he's a master, right? And he was my mentor. And then he took me on as his writing partner. So we we produced, we wrote and produced a short film to sort of showcase our talent. Um, again, with this new generation. And uh, one of the reporters there loved it. She's like, oh my God, it was so funny. So she invited me for an interview on a radio show. And this was in Florida. And... I had a lot of fun. It was so much fun. And then she called me a week later. I was like, I'd like to give you your own radio show. Spotlight on rhinoandair.com. So I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I just started doing it. And from that space, because I had the radio show, people were like, why don't you come and talk at the film festival about what you're doing and how you wrote, produced, acted, directed, and edited your own film and got it in the newspapers. Like, how did you do that? Like, how did you do all of that? So it was just the jack of all trades became, you know, my trademark, <laughs> which was you do it all and you keep moving it forward. Like, how do you do it? Tell us. <laughs> so from that space, you know, I ended up on social media and my TV partners brought me in and said, you have to learn this. So I was like, okay. <laughs> but just like, I feel like the, the universe is going, okay, now do this. 
okay. <laughs> and so then I got like 217,000 followers on one page, like um, 50,000 on another, 83,000 on another, and all different, you know, areas of what I do. Some spiritual enlightenment, some just positive, some, you know, positive life with Beth Furs and that is 65,000. And then there's the Back to Hollywood, which has 11,000 and Signature Bath, which is my my company and that has 50,000 <laughs> and it's just, it just kind of took off. And I, I, I do quotes sometimes, which are just very pinpointed at what I think the audience needs to hear at that time. Cause I'm, I resonate with people and I kind of pick up on what's in the world today. And so I'll write a quote cause I, I play with words <laughs> um, and, and they go viral. Like they'll get 167,000 shares in three weeks. It's like crazy. I'm like, I reached 12 million people. I'm like, how did that happen? <laughs> Which is like, I just don't know, but it's me coming from the spirit without to reach the spirit without. And I, I think that's the best thing I could tell people is be authentically you and it happens naturally. Now you and I were talking before the show, Beth, about the importance of, of connecting with your audience or whatever. So what, what tips might you have for speakers on the best ways to make that connection so that your message truly resonates? Okay, so... I actually, I teach this. I learned it. I, I'm a certified knowledge broker and we went into depth. So I'm going to give you some tips that I learned in this course. So when you pick a story to, to share with your audience, it shouldn't just be the story that resonates most with you. You have to pick the story that's going to resonate the most with your audience. So chances are, um, you, you're going to need to do the research to see who's attending, what the topic of the keynote is. And usually you, it's something that people, you have to go seven layers deep. Like, why are you doing what you're doing? How did you get out of the hole and to where you are now? Like, what was that one thing forging you forward? Something that everyone could relate to. And so, you know, I say content is king, but contact is queen. So everybody falls and everybody gets stuck in the fall and everybody has financial problems and everybody has family problems. Everybody has imposter syndrome and everybody has been at the top, fallen, worked their way back, got pushed down. And, and a reversal in fortune is really a crash course in learning. And that's where you meet them. You meet them where they are, and one of my partners um, and mentors, Dr. Sean Duperon, says this, you meet people where they are and take them where you want them to go, which is back up, like back onto that level playing field. So you pick a story that relates to them, their journey, their crash, how they were so low, how you were so low, and how you got back up step by step, and you hook them and you tell it to them from the heart, not like something you have to tell. You go deep down, like like you go seven layers deep and what caused you to fight to get back. And that's how you, you touch a spirit without, you go heart to heart. Usually it's family, it's friends, it's something you have to take care of. It's some cause that you have or just that you you need to connect you need you have this mission in life this goal and you can't get taken out for any reason and neither can the people on the other side like connect family like relationship relationship to self relationship to other like go really deep so yeah i certainly agree wholeheartedly that 
you know, selecting the right story is critical to your success. What what other tips for success might you have for the aspiring speaker, Beth? Well, I think you have to stay engaged with your audience at all times. You must give them enrolling questions, like engage them, ask them things. Don't just speak. You have to get them up. And if you're going a long time or it's a long seminar, get them up and move because they're going to remember that you gave them that break and they move their body. And now they're like alert again. You get, ask them questions. You know, if you have time, have them turn to somebody else and ask somebody else the question and then swap, swap roles so that they're actually engaged in, in what you're doing, like have them tell the story to someone and vice versa and what moved you. So you find that, that gold nugget in the story, like, oh, that's what the, the person can relate to. Then you come back and you ask them, how was that? <laughs> how did that feel? And then now you're talking to them on a real level, a, a, a personal level. And, and when you when you touch that heart, when you say, yes, what you're doing matters, and I want to hear what you have to say, then you've drawn them in to the topic, your speech, and now they're a part of your creation. So Beth, how do you measure whether a speech has been successful or not? Uh, usually people come up to you after the end and say, oh my God, like, and, and I've had people come up crying, <laughs> go, oh my God, I never thought I could get off medication. Like, and then you told me that story and now I'm so inspired. I'm like, nobody understands. But when you told that story, I was like, oh my God, she did it. She not only did it, but she became a number one bestselling author off of it. Oh my God, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and so, you know, when you realize that you touch the heart and soul of somebody else, that's when you know that the, the speech was successful. Don't worry about selling to your audience. That's That comes second. Worry about connecting to your audience because if you connect, if you can reach them on a human level, be authentically you, you can make them laugh, you can make them cry, you can make them go, oh my God, me too. They're going to want to spend more time with you. And the next step is how do I follow you? How do I learn from you? What more can I get from you? And that's going to bring them along the ride with you. They're going to be part of your tribe. <laughs> So I have some more ground I want to cover with you, Beth. But before we do, let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world? And now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world. If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to breadridgeway.com forward slash freebie. And we are back with the Spotlight on Speaking Show and my guest, Beth Rosen. So, Beth, you have various <laughs> areas of expertise, certainly. But one of the things that we mentioned during the introduction was you're heavily involved in AI now. And it's certainly a oh. big topic these days or whatever. So, I want since this is one of your sweet spots, I want to dive into that a little bit more and maybe have you share with our audience some of the best tips for how they can effectively use AI as a public speaker? Well, you have to treat AI like your assistant. Like AI can do it faster than you. It's just, uh, there's just, that's just the truth. But 
it needs your human prompts. It needs your expertise. It needs your authentic self. It needs you to fact check it and, and to assist it along the way. But if you have a creative block or you don't know what to write about or you don't know where to find speaking engagements or find speaking topics or what the audience when they go to this summit wants, you can go to one of the AIs like BARD is current. It's connected to the internet. It's real-time access. So it has access to the internet. You can ask it something. It's like, you know, just lay terms, like chat box. And you could ask it something and it'll give you suggestions. It will literally in seconds start writing something. If you tell them who you are, your tone of voice, like you write in comedy, do you speak like with a casual tone, a professional tone? Uh, do you speak on this topic? These are your areas of expertise. You can even refer them to a website, um, you know, cut and paste, you know, something and say, write a speech and summarize it with five bullet points or five takeaway things or, you know, three things that you should emphasize in the speech. And, and AI will generate that for you in 10 seconds, <laughs> like literally 10 seconds, but you have to treat it as the first step. So it gets rid of creator's block. Um, there are AIs that generate text to text, text to images. So like I, yesterday I was playing with a new one. It's um it's a text, text to image. It came out on August 22nd. I think it's, um, I, I, I'll get you the name. Um, I can't remember. It's, it's, Emo, I, I'll, I'll get you the name, but I was literally, putting in logos, like telling it how to craft a logo. And it would generate a logo for me in seconds. I was like, oh my God. And then I would just put things in for pictures and it would, I would tell it what I wanted in the picture and it would generate something. But things like that, you have to be careful of because it's drawing on information from the internet, which mm -hmm. means it's drawing on other people's work, especially with images. And I was looking at some of the stuff and I was like, wow, these look like famous actresses or actors. And I'm like, I would never use that. And then comes your human element where you craft the response so detailed and so original that the picture that comes back has nothing to do with anything that's out there, but it's drawing on that information from the internet to craft something based on its algorithm. So um, that's, that's something you have to learn to do with, um, keynote speeches, but you can get free images at Pexels and Pixabay for your website, for your um, keynote presentations. And this is really important. Um, an AI can actually generate a keynote speech for you with pictures and videos and text. It's crazy, but you give it the right direction. Um, it can give you a code that you plug into your computer and you, you put it into the script, the script editor, and it literally generates the whole keynote presentation for you. And when you're speaking, a keynote presentation needs to include visuals. Like, don't just tell them the story, show them what you mean, make them laugh, just all of a sudden catch them off guard, hook them, hook them. If you hook them, you book them. And so AI is your friend. <laughs> so you talked about the importance of authenticity earlier, Beth. So how do you maintain that authenticity if you're using an AI-generated tool to help you with a keynote speech or, or whatever it may be? That is all in the prompt engineering. And I actually have a forget for you guys. Um, and also, I'm, I'm running a challenge, and I have a course on this as well. It's how to write the prompts to get 
your authentic self infused into the AI response back to you. There's a whole craft and, and um, there's tons of videos out there and, you know, it's, it's crazy what AI can do, but you must teach it to write like you in your tone, with your style, with your flair, with your analogies, with your humor, you have to prompt it correctly to get the right response and you can get a prompt back and then you can refine it, you know, and you can, like, I, I, I went to Claude, um, Claude is the new one that just came out and for free, you can upload a PDF document. So say a keynote speaker, aspiring um, keynote speaker who has a book, they write a book, they can upload the PDF and ask, ask um, Claude to summarize it, pull out the juicy pieces that would be good for a YouTube video, a TikTok video, a right. keynote speech. And that book that you wrote is actually your authentic self coming through and it's going to pull stuff right out of that book. I mean, that, that is you. And the assistant in 10 seconds goes through like 100 pages and gives you the juicy nuggets. Well, we'll make sure that the link to the chat prompt tool that Beth mentioned earlier is in the show notes down below. So you can click on that link and get to what Beth is offering for you. I certainly advise you to check it out. So all right, Beth, so we're going to circle back around to the speaking a little bit. And one of my favorite questions to ask my guests always is, okay, share an embarrassing moment from your speaking career that maybe made you red face at the time, but a valuable lesson was learned, and it would be something you would advise aspiring speakers not to do. I was on a global online stage, right? <laughs> I was on a global stage. That's a that's an embarrassing moment. <laughs> my phone, I forgot to turn off my phone. But <laughs> so here's a perfect example. But we're human. Like not everyone remembers everything. And it's okay. And 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 being human's okay. You make a joke because who hasn't done that before? <laughs> everyone well, has. Nobody's ever done that before, Beth. You're the first. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's humorous going, no, no, it happens all the time. Um, so anyway, I just turn it down. So that's one that's one thing I've done on online stages. Another is I was on um this spirituality stage and it was during COVID. Um, and people were coming on board in like little groups and they would have one person come in who would host it for like five different people. And the person who came on, mm -hmm. she didn't really know Zoom yet because at the beginning of COVID, so we weren't all experts yet. And every single one of us, we got in like, are we on, am I the person speaking now? And and they didn't cut it when they put it on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> and so all of us are doing that at the beginning. And I went to go watch, I'm like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. But you know what? It's like right at the beginning of COVID. So. You know, people make allowances. This is the beginning of the journey with Zoom. So, okay. <laughs> All right. Lesson learned, certainly. So I want to give you a couple of minutes, Beth, to tell people a little bit more about what it is you do and how they can get involved in your world if they so choose. I actually, um, I teach people how to, how to use AI. I have consulting services. I have courses, how to make a professional marketing video for your course, for keynote speech speeches, um, how to do the one sheet that you're going to send out to potential speaker speaking engagements, 
I have courses on how to write a screenplay, how to produce your own film. I have how to conquer the creative block. Now I'm running a three-day challenge, which is three secrets, three days on how to use AI to launch a business, a project, a book, your speaking career, <laughs> um, how you can use that. And um and then an AI accelerator on the back end, which I'll be offering as well. So they can reach out to me on my website. And um, when they download that keynote speech that, um, and they could watch the prompts for Bard and ChatGPT, um, Claude has come out since then. But this one, this freebie has the keynote presentation and it has a ton of prompts for you to get started. Um, so when they sign up for that and download it, they can write me a note in the email or they can go to my website, signaturebethproductions.com, sign up for the newsletter or contact me through there. All right. Outstanding. Well, I want to thank you, Beth, so much for joining me as my guest today on the Spotlight on Speaking show. And everybody listening or watching out there, thank you for joining us today. Fascinating history Beth has, and I would certainly encourage you to check out her chat prompt tool and other things that she has and we'll have links to all her sites and various things down in the show notes below and as always i wish you the greatest of success in all that you do and may this year be your greatest year yet take care everybody bye-bye bye thank you this has been the spotlight on speaking show with brett ridgeway be sure to join us every week as we interview speaking industry pros and have them share their best tips for building a profitable speaking business. Until next week, thank you for tuning in. And remember to visit our website at spotlightonspeaking.com so you can enjoy even more great episodes like this one. While you're here, be sure to subscribe via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Spotlight on Speaking show. Until then, our sincere best wishes to you for the greatest of success as you work to build your own profitable speaking business.